0: This week's coffee is going to be Bolivia Finca Louisa. Welcome to In My Mug episode 176, I'm your host Stephen Layton and as I said at the start this week we're going to be talking about <laughs> Bolivia, Bolivia, Bolivia Finca Lo- Aza get it out eventually once I've fixed my teeth so I want to dive straight into this one I want this to be short snappy quick boom boom in out so this is another one of our direct trade coffees um, and another one of the killer coffees from our Bolivians that we've brought in this year Um, we are nearly through them all I know there's been a lot of Bolivians this year but it is the time of year for great Bolivian and great Colombian coffees and I want to share them with you while they're new and here and 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 at their freshest We've got Costa Ricans, El Salvadors, Nicaraguas all coming up in the next couple of weeks, so there is going to be some change. Finish off these and we've got new things on the horizon. But anyway, back to the Loeza. This is the second year of buying this world exclusive, uh, and we buy every bean from this farm. Um, it's owned by a guy called Felicio Ramos, um, who is 44 years old, originally from the capital city of La Paz. Um, And his father decided to move out of the city and to grow potato and barley Um, and Felicio moved with his father and helped him in the production and the harvest. But then in 2002 um, he decided that he wanted to move to Caranavi which is located on the Andes uh, Valley uh, area uh, and now own his own farm. Initially Felicio didn't own his farm, he rented it um, and that was for a couple of years where he learned about coffee. and also saved for his farm uh, and after two years he bought his farm Finca Loesa uh, which is around about 10 hectares. Uh, the farm is located on top of a small mountain um, and as I said looking out over the Andes region um, the farm only had two hectares of coffee when Feliciano took over um, And to raise this, he planted new stock, selecting different varietals, looking at the terrain, uh, but also talking to uh, an agronomist about it too, and see what would be best for the area. Uh, Feliciano is married uh, to a lady called Tomasa, um, uh, and he also has five children who are all school age, um, but do help on the farm uh, when they're not at school. Coffee is the only source of income for this family, um, so it's very important to them that they get a good price and they have a strong relationship with a, with a buyer like ourselves. So um, I take that responsibility incredibly seriously. Um, the region of Karanavi uh, is in the youngest valley, um, and there is a big problem there. Uh, there is heaps of coca. Planted all around that region, and I've talked about it briefly on other in my mugs and other Bolivians. But there is a real issue in Bolivia where it is legal to grow coca um, of producers ripping out coffee and planting uh, planting this you know illicit drug, which it isn't in that country, but gets sold to countries where it is. Um, I'm, I'm very you know I've, it's kind of very proud of these guys that do do this uh, and go to this extra uh, length. To, to to sell a crop that's a lot harder to sell but because they want to sell coffee um, so yeah it's a washed coffee I have a feeling it's a bit like Machica Marka, where it isn't per se washed coffee and where it's Put under water. I mean, you remember the a couple of weeks ago we did the blend, the washing guide. If you didn't, I'll pop a link below. I think this is bypassed through a scrubber where the mucilage is removed by the pulping machine, um, and is like a hybrid of pulp natural and a washed coffee. Because in the cup it's incredibly sweet, which we're going to find out in a moment. But um, it's incredibly sweet, and I think a lot of that comes from the processing of this coffee. Um, it's a massive coffee for us. It's the joint biggest lot we've ever bought from one farm, and last year it was the biggest. The other one is um, uh opera opera, if you want to know. but when we bought it last year, I woke up at three four o'clock in the morning panicking about this one when it was on its way. Um, it was really quite scary and uh it was a lot of coffee, but we sold out six months early. So it proved what an idiot I was and how much you liked it. So we've stepped up and we've done the same again and we've bought the, the whole crop again from uh, from Feliciano. So um, it, the varietals on this farm are Katura Katayi and Tipica. Um, it's around about 1600 meters above sea level, I think 1635. Um, it's a washed coffee. It's from the youngest region. It's from near to the town of Karanavi. Uh, and the farm is called Bol- uh, B- Bolivia Loeza, and I think it's time for the map bit It's the map bit, no expense spent, it's the map bit So here we are at Hasbeen, we're zooming out as always and we're going to zoom across to Bolivia Bolivia has been one of my favourite countries this year for coffee, we've just had so many amazing coffees you see that they're all kind of grouped together. Machikamarca's at the very bottom, um, which is probably the only one that's on its own. And you have the whole group here of Ilemani, uh, David Vilka, uh, Belinda, Canton Uenese. And then here, as we zoom into uh, Louisa, you can see that this is probably the furthest away from that group. So they're all kind of bunched together, but this one is... Um, It's kind of the furthest out of them all. So it was going to have the most unique profile. And I think that's where this kind of increased um, acidity that we're going to taste in a little while is going to come from. But, um, yeah, this uh, this farm's a little bit special. and, And these are the exact coordinates as well, as I was lucky enough to get the exact coordinates from the guys. So there, that was the map bit. It's the map bit. No expense spent. It's the map bit. I love the map bit. I can't help it. I think it's great. So let's do the numbers anyway. So the farm is uh, Bolivia Finca Loesa. Um Its nearest city is the town of Carinavi. Um, it has a farm size of 10 hectares, of which 8 hectares is coffee. The remaining 2 hectares are subsistence for Feliciano and his family and also for the house. Um, the altitude is 1,635, I think. Uh, I should really go and check that. Um, the varietals are uh, 40% Typica, 40% katae, and 20% Catura. Um And it is a washed coffee, but I believe it is washed via a pulping machine, so like a scrubber-type um, thing, than, more than a submerged in water. Um, I think that because of the cup profile. So, um, time for the Wheel of Death. And the Wheel of Death today is the Cantan. Now, I... The Cantan, I know I've used it before, and the boys uh, who do all of our lovely graphics for us have promised to do me some more, so they'll be coming up soon. But the Cantan, I wanted to do today because um, I like the Cantan. I think it's a really great disposable method to brew coffee in. Uh, it's very easy, very clean, and I know on my trip uh, to El Salvador and Nicaragua this year, it got me out of many a mess. So uh, I'm a big fan of the Cantans, and um, if you haven't tried one, you really should. They're, and they're they are so cheap. So. I'm going to wipe you on pause. I'm going to go and make tasty, delicious, lovely coffee, and I will be back with you in just a moment. Okay, so I'm back. I'm going to dive straight into the espresso. On the espresso, it has that very typical um, Bolivian sweetness coming off it, uh, and, and yeah, I like that in espresso a lot. In fact, when I want it, I'm going to drink the espresso first, sec. When I want espresso there are are three things I want, first one is sweetness, I want an abundance of sweetness, second thing I want is acidity, but controlled acidity, not tart, bright acidity, third thing I want is body, that has it in bucket loads, as a single origin espresso I think it's amazing, what you start off with is this very sweet caramelly chocolateness that's going on in there, and all of a sudden it just turns into cherry cola. You get this acidity that is bright and cherry-like, but still tight and in in tune with the sweetness. That's why cherry cola. Because you don't think, ooh, cherry tart when you have cherry cola. You think the sweet Coca-Cola and the check. I'm probably talking a load of rubbish. Um, you're kind of going to have to just believe me on this one, so... Um, time for milk. See, I like that in milk. But what I've gone for is a double. Um... My espresso machine is currently being pinched by Tapped and Packed in London. Uh, and they're borrowing it for a little while while we're waiting for a new machine for them. And uh, I've lost my Aurelia, so I've had to bruise on the Slayer, which only Dale, in his infinite wisdom, decided we were going to have double baskets and no, uh, no spouts. So I've been drinking a lot of double espresso recently. But the double in there really works, because um, it cuts through with the milk. I can imagine with a single it might get a little bit lost. So time for the cantan. Do you know, the Cantan when I was in uh, Ethiopia last year, saved my life. I'd got no hot water, I'd got no way of drinking anything. I actually made a cold brew with Cantan. and it was quite nice. <laughs> Whether it was just I was desperate for coffee or not, I'm not so sure. So, thank you for the mug. Um, this is from, oh, Kar- Karish, I'm, I'm terrible with remembering names, but um, I'll put it on the screen. Um, this was from when Greg, uh, Greg, I'll call him Greg again. Gary Dyke, who is a regular contributor to comments on in my mug, and he's a great, uh, a great friend and supporter of what we do here. He won the golden ticket that we did in episode 150, where you got the taster sample, and if you got the gold ticket, you could come and do a cup in here. Um, and this was from one of Gary's friends when they came because he brought a couple of friends with him with him as well. And uh, thank you very much for the mug; it is much appreciated. So. It's delicious. It's like the espresso, but even more cherry and even more cola. Um, it is sweet. It has that caramel edge to it. Again, I can taste the caramel coming through. I taste a little bit of chocolate, a little shoulder of chocolate in there. But what I get lots of is this cherry and this fizz and effervescence and this sweetness. Um, I am in love with this coffee. I hold it in the regard I hold matcha I'm hoping that this summer I can go out and spend a few days there, um, I really would like to meet uh, Feliciano and his family, um, it's a it's, it's special coffee. So the numbers again, Bolivia Finca Loesa, grown near to the town of Caranavi in the youngest region, uh, farm size 10 hectares, coffee growing 8 hectares, 1635 metres, uh, is typica katayi, 40% each and 20% Kotura, and it is delicious. Right. This is... Uh, I- I'm going to give you a pre-warning. I am going to be rubbish at putting out in my mugs for the next six weeks. Uh, I've had to do this on the Saturday. I know it says it's on the Monday, but... I-, I had to do it on the Saturday, so I'm doing the Stafford Half Marathon tomorrow. Woo! For me! Uh, big woo-woo. Uh, I'm also, I'm doing the Paris Marathon in a couple of weeks, but next week we have Tampa Tantrum Live, um, if you don't know what Tampa Tantrum Live is, I'm going to pop a link on the screen uh, for you to go and have a look, uh, this is a, uh, a coffee type conference thing we're doing in Dublin, um, it's going to be a big deal and I'm probably going to talk about it on in my mug again in the future, so do go take a look at that, uh, but I'm going to be there. Uh, I've also got the Sunderland uh, Marathon in May, and so I'm here there and everywhere running and being silly and and all the rest of it, but um, bear with me uh, with these coming out if they're a little late, I apologise. It's not because I don't love you, I love you dearly, it's because I'm rubbish. Right, rambling, shut up, life is too short for bad coffee.